find yourself in the Beachview area of Pittsburgh, check out the official pizza of this show, Slice on Broadway, sharing an abnormal obsession with pizza we can relate to. Check them out at SliceOnBroadway.com and tell them this show sent you. Sonic Boom goes the dynamite this week on Boss Battle. Welcome everybody to Boss Battle number 130, a show in which the writers of InsertCoinToBegin.com get together and talk about video games. I'm your host, Bobby F. J. Tom, but before we get to the infotainment and general frivolity of this podcast, let's see what everybody achieved this week. Chachi, how about you? What did you achieve? Uh, I, uh, I'm up to 51, no, I'm sorry, 52 unmarked characters in Crossy Road. Oh, jeez. Wow. I think I'm on like 46. Uh, I started playing, uh, I, I got Assassin's Creed uh, Rogue, oh, so good. I started playing that over the weekend. You didn't take the week off, week off for it? Well, no, because I'm going to Jamaica in April. I need to vacation uh, okay. time yeah. saved. Um, That's true. I forgot so, about that. Um, but uh, so far, not bad. I'm enjoying it. But uh, I think that's pretty much all I accomplished. I didn't really play much. Um, Naughty Kitties. <laughs> um, Dude, I saw that today. To play it. You, you have my interest on that one. I, I just I just remembered that I didn't actually rank the game. So I'm going to go do that now. I was going to say, what a ringing endorsement if it's like, if you have a chance to play it, don't. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't, you know, I didn't have time to do it yesterday. Um, work was, yeah, I gave it a four out of five. Okay, maybe not as bad as I thought, or as I remember. It's been a long couple days. Um, mm. Check it out if you want to. No hurry. It's not going anywhere. Jeez. <laughs> wow. All right. A ringing not, endorsement from Chuck. Not a freemium. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> All right, Sorg, how about you? What did you achieve this week? Oh, man, it's all wrestling games for me. Uh, of course, WWE Supercard and uh, again the Fusion fusion cards. I'm addicted to trying to collect those now. Um, and, uh, and, and of course, uh, WWE Immortals. I just unlocked Roman Reigns. Yep. Uh, but then the, the biggest addiction I found last night, actually, and I did, I actually, uh, it's posted on insertcointobegin.com. I did a Mayhem Minute on this game, and it's called Wrestle Jump. It's $1.99 wow. on your iPhone and iPad, but you can also play it in a browser at WrestleJump.com, and it's uh, Dumb Mexican Wrestling for Two is the headline, and you just you just press this button. Let me find the button on my keyboard, and you jump, and that's it. And, it you, try like, to, and you try to it, knock the other guy's head into the ground, and that's how look, you win. It looks like wrestling Quop. <laughs> what? Remember Quop, the game? No. The the uh, you're, you're, it's like a track and field game where you run. Wow, I'm a lot better on the browser version than yeah. the iPhone. Um, but yeah, it's <laughs> just like you smash your head. That's it. It's it's so simple and weird, and that's it. And your wrestlers get in such awkward awkward positions. Um, so yeah, go play that. That's that's fun. That's worth. I got my two dollars worth like in a in like five minutes. I'm I'm nice. completely cool with this game. So yeah. Okay, I just fixed it and I changed it to three out of five. Oh, that's not as bad as you made it out to be. Uh, Give those cats some love, man. No. <laughs> all right. Uh, is that all you uh, achieved this week, sir? Yeah, that's about it. Okay. Uh, from the chat room, uh, Wheel said he played Russell Jump as well, and WWE 2K15 and WWE Immortals. Um, I, on the other hand, achieved um, 
Crossy Road, I got 46, I think, uh, characters unlocked. Not as many as Chachi, but I'm getting there. And uh, I played some Dragon Age, uh, and I, I'm getting pretty far in the storyline now. I'm starting to just like dive right in. Uh, it, I, it's hit to the, the point now where I know where the story's going, I think, and it, it's, it's picking up for me, so I'm, I'm getting more interested in the game now. Uh, and I'm also trying to pick up on Josephine. I asked her to go for a walk through the uh, new castle, and she said, well, there's a lot of people to go walk for a walk with, so I don't know. That's not that's going like my actual love life, so we won't talk about that. But yeah, that's what I achieved. So just nice. as 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 sad in in my life as it is on the video. <laughs> All right, Chad, you want to send us around the net? Sorry, I was reading comments on the webpage. Okay. Not like uh, don't not read like the real. comments, Chachi. I'm sorry, not like real comments. They're just uh, just spam, but they're kind of entertaining. Anyhow, it's now time for video <laughs> game theme things from around the internet. First, let's start with the runners-up, as per usual. Um, some gamers uh, found the hardest door, or the, the thuggest door in uh, Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> Um, if you go over to insertcoinbeam.com, I got the video posted. It's 28 seconds long, so if you can't take the time to watch this, then I, I don't know what the hell you're doing wrong. Um, but essentially, it's this gate uh, on this security fence, and uh, he he drops some uh, sticky bombs near it to blow up the door, and the entire sec section of fence around the door falls, but the door stands up. <laughs> And then they drop the uh, the meme uh, gift uh, sunglasses on it and start <laughs> playing uh, uh, still DRE. Um, so, I mean, in itself, the video is hilarious, but uh, that gate is the hardest gate in the game. Remember the garage door? Wasn't there something with the garage door, too, that, like, flung cars away from it? If Probably you, like, tried to park there? I, I remember that being a glitch. Good stuff. Uh, next up in Runners Up, Dorkly uh, did a series of uh, cartoons explaining what uh, items in Pokemon would actually do if it acted how it's described. Um, so, like, one of them, uh, the ring target, it's described as moves that would otherwise have no effect will land on the Pokemon that holds it. So, essentially, it would make it more vulnerable to moves <laughs> that, are, that it's immune to. And there's a, a, a comic to go with it. So it's stuff like that. And uh, Bright Powder, powder is just uh, Pikachu blowing glitter into Shan True's face. Um, hey, so Stardust. What's that? Stardust. Yeah. Um, so it, it's, uh, it's really funny. Um, and the uh, the actual post. Uh, some uh, some guy figured out that there's a, a D-sum manipulation. Uh, essentially, figure out the algorithm behind the what was before thought to be completely random um, encounters in Pokemon. Uh, essentially, to this point, everyone assumed that the random the, the encounters in the tall grass and Pokemon were random, and that you couldn't predict what was going to happen with them. Uh, but they found out that there's a actual an equation uh, that will tell you what is going to happen if you go looking for encounters after the first one. Um, 
essentially what would happen is if you went to a new area, um, the first encounter would be one that you couldn't change. It would be automatically set in stone. However, everyone after that, depending on how you move and what you do, uh, you could essentially manipulate the game and uh, get the encounter that you want. Uh, using this, uh, a gentleman beat or caught all 151 Pokemon in two hours and 22 minutes. Gotta catch them all. Yeah, um, <laughs> which is the uh, the fastest time that this has been accomplished. So, I mean, if you have time, uh, it's two hours and 22 minutes long. Um, the entire video is in the post. Um, but at least go over and check it out to see how the encounters work. It's uh, kind of interesting if you're into that type of thing. Uh, next up, uh, Reverend in Florida. Yeah, that is exactly what I said. <laughs> uh, Reverend in Florida. Um, Christopher Bennick of the First Presbyterian Church of Fort Lauderdale in Florida is looking to use Oculus Rift to help people worship. Can I get an amen? That's right, ladies and gentlemen. You can get your virtual Jesus on uh, with the Oculus Rift. Uh, no, essentially what it what it's doing is it'll make a, a virtual church experience uh, for those who can't get out of the house. Uh, whether they're sick, homebound, or even poor. Um, and it will help them uh, essentially have virtual church in the comfort of your own living room. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Rock on, Jesus. Rock on. Uh, and last but not least, uh, PBS Digital Studios show Space Time takes a look at the physics behind Super Mario World to determine which planet would in actual reality be Super Mario World. Uh, six minutes long. You can definitely make the time to watch this, and you should. It's uh, PBS, so it's a really smart show. Um, but uh, a spoiler, there are none. No. Sorry. The physics just don't line up. Um, for Super Mario World, at least. Um, I mean, I can't jump but I mean, it's entertaining. Uh, the host is really good, doesn't lose you. Um, stick. Did we lose Josh? I think we lost Josh. And we lost Josh. Go, so go check that uh, out and all the rest of the stuff over at insertcoinabegin.com. Um, well, well, I was going. I was. I was going to say, you, 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 you're telling me I can't go outside and jump on a turtle <laughs> and like bounce up in the air. Even the giant Lies. ones. Oh. Oh. Anyways, moving on. We'll we'll see what's going on with Chot here. All right, go ahead. Um, uh, going back to our uh, what we accomplished, uh, Buddy Lando. We, I missed his. Uh, he's going through God of War games and some of the most frustrating gaming moments he's ever had. So. Nice. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I I I jumped out of the God of War series because I I don't know why I just I did. <laughs> I love it. That right. first one was amazing. Mm -hmm. All right, it's time for a spotlight game of the week this week. Uh, sorry, there's a video with this one if you want to bring it up because it's oh. pretty much 
even crazier taxi. Okay, well, yeah, give me a minute. Uh, I'll bring it up. The game's called Roundabout. Uh, it's developed by No Goblins. Okay. Uh, and it's a demented, uh, semi or demented taxi simulator uh, filled with uh, full motion video packages. Oh, great! Full motion on, video. Yeah, it's going to be out on Xbox One this Friday, uh, according to a post yesterday on their official Tumblr site. Uh, in the game, players take on the role of Giorgio Manos. Uh, a famous revolving limousine driver from the 1970s. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, Roundabout's story unfolds through dialogue as players navigate through its bizarre open-world city. Intersped between your trips, you'll find full-motion video cutscenes featuring your unique and deliberately cheesy characters. Sign me up. <laughs> was there a full-motion um, video that wasn't deliberately cheesy, or was that just where we were? I don't know, but the, <laughs> the inclusion of the full motion video in this game is amazing, and I can't wait to play this. Um, it's it's like even crazier taxi where your your limousine can only move in a circle. A circle, mm -hmm. it can only do donuts. Oh, wow. You have to like weave your way through an obstacle course. It's pretty awesome. Um, and uh, they they said that uh, it's coming soon for the PlayStation 4 and uh, Vita, but they haven't announced a, a date for those yet uh, for release dates. So I, I think that is going to be one I'm going to check out on Xbox One at least. Awesome, so. awesome. Uh, Chachi, we're talking about we're talking about full motion video and this limousine game. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you're seeing some of the video here. Uh, are you excited at the rise of full motion video maybe coming back? Uh, full motion video is sickening. Um, <laughs> there's a priest. Going back to the last story, there's a priest in this game. There is. There <laughs> is. You pick up a priest, and uh, I guess the bride that you're trying to get to the church is drunk and passed out. It's, it's so you have to pick him up and take him to the church on time. He just shoves oh. he just, the priest just shoved the guy out of the out of the limo. Yeah. <laughs> this is also also the main the main character doesn't talk either. Hmm. She is completely silent. She just like you do just shots of her looking back. Yeah, it looks pretty awesome though. I mean, it looks fun it looks and, like and, and such the like like the the full motion style doesn't connect whatsoever with the graphics yeah. at all, <laughs> which makes it even better. Which makes it even better. It, it's awesome. Yeah, I love it. So, all right, our next story is um, Nintendo announced today uh, during their uh, uh, financial call. Uh, Amiibo figure, figures will unlock highlighted scenes of NES and SNES games and a new uh, free Wii U app this year. Uh, Nintendo President and CEO Satoru Iwata announced today uh, during their financial uh, briefing that with the app, once you tap your Amiibo on the NFC area of the gamepad, you will be able to play highlighted scenes of uh, one certain uh, title for NES or Super NES. Uh, you cannot play the entire game due, due to a time limit, but uh, another tap of, of the, the same Amiibo, I guess, uh, will enable you to try another highlighted scene in the game. Uh, so you never know what you're going to get, I guess, when you're tapping the Amiibos on the game controller, but it sounds kind of fun. Um, uh, the quickly ch uh, game changing yeah, the quickly game ch scenes, changing game scenes, will pleasantly surprise you and make you feel as though you have exchanged a game cartridge. So I guess it means switching out game purchases. So is this fast. like, like the uh, the NES Classics Remix kind of stuff, where it's just like little sections of the games? 
that's what I'm thinking. I, I'm thinking like if you have Mario, maybe you get to play a little bit of Mario one, mm-hmm. then it'll switch to Mario two, and then Mario three, you know, and so on. Um, which is kind of cool. I think it, it's a different idea for Nintendo. They need to try new things to get more gamers back on their system. Mm-hmm. Um, but they also they also announced a new batch of amiibos are scheduled to release to go inside with Mario Party ten uh, in March. Um, but they, they said also Wada said that Link is the most popular amiibo out. Makes That's sense. a no-brainer. Yeah. Um, but the other ones, some of the other ones are going for Buku Bucks online. Like if you have a, a villager or like one of the other ones that were like limited edition, like uh, uh, Rosalina, all those, they're going for a pretty high price. So it's kind of cool. It's a neat feature for the amiibos. What do you guys think? Do you think something you want to look into with an amiibo if you had a Wii U? I think I get into it. I mean, as it is, uh, I, I discovered that Disney Infinity is on my iPad. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to get in there time to buy these, but I want them, you know. Um, I just want I'm getting the bug. The collectible plus it makes something cool happen on a gadget uh, bug is really interesting. Um, plus, uh, playing a go-tart card as Venom really kind of got my uh, interest up. Um, but uh, anyways, uh, no, I think they're doing the right thing. And again, right on the buzz. I mean, you got to think about these things rose up with a brand with Spyro that really wasn't that popular. And now that mm-hmm. you're getting brands that other people enjoy, it's just going to yeah. make that addiction and collecting so much harder to, to, to avoid. I think the, the smartest thing that came out of uh, this Amiibo announcement was the addition of Amiibo cards. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I think that by releasing them both in the figures and in the cards, they're, they're essentially a doubling their market. Yeah. Um, because I, now the, the kids that can't afford um, to go out and buy handfuls of figures um, can go out and buy uh, packs and packs of cards, um, which ultimately, I mean, they have to be cheaper. Didn't they have those little discs too? Or was that um, that was that Infinity? Infinity had discs, I know, but they yeah. but they were like like game discs or something like like these are levels that you put in, I think. So. Uh, that's good. Yeah, good access points. You know, uh, same content, different ways, and you have a nicer thing on your shelf if you put in the money, right? I think it makes sense. Right. Quick question about Venom: Is he his own backseat driver? If he's in the car, there's no backseat. There's no backseat bother. <laughs> then I start running over all the other like, talk to this guy to do this thing. Guys. No, Venom. Venom can't be his own backseat driver. His head is still in the front seat. It could switch like Mario Kart. Like he could switch from back and forth from Flash Thompson to Venom to, or whoever <laughs> Venom is at the time. <laughs> All right. Uh, according to the USPTO, United States Patent and Trademark Office, if you're nasty, uh, database, Ooh, the, what? the trademark was abandoned for Sony's The Last Guardian. Mm-hmm. Uh, fear not, though. Uh, they They... It was abandoned because uh, no statement of use or extension request was timely filed after notice of allowance was issued. Uh, so either they missed the deadline or intentionally or by accident. Well, come to find out, it was an administrative error in the handling of the Last Guardian's trademark that forced Sony to again uh, first forced Sony to again reissue issue reassurances. Bleh, I cannot talk to me. I'm sorry, everybody. Uh, they they issued reassurance. The game is still in development. It hasn't been canceled. Um, 
they noted that uh, Sony's filed a trademark with an intent to use it and not a trademark on existing product. Uh, Sony was requir required to check in with the USPTO every six months over a span of three years, either to show that they're still using the trademark uh, or to make an extension of the trademark. Uh, VentureBeat also noted that Sony's lawyer in charge of filing the trademark notice was no longer with the company, so that's probably the reason why they dropped the, the trademark. Um, but at E3 2014, uh, Yoshida, uh, the head of Sony's Worldwide Studios, reiterated that The Last Guardian is still in development. And to quote, qu squelch future rumors, he said the game, had, if the game was ever canceled, that they would have a formal announcement of that cancelization. So fear not, the uh, The Last Guardian, the game everybody's been waiting on for PS3 and now for PS4, <laughs> probably has been as is still on, and they haven't dropped it. So. Well, as as someone who works at a law firm that has a very large patent and trademark uh, department, it is very easy for <laughs> these deadlines to be missed. Especially when uh, a, a lawyer leaves the Yeah, the it, all it takes is a, a reminder on your Outlook calendar to be uh, glazed over um, <laughs> for you to, admit, to, to miss something yep. like this. I, I, I mean, that's all there is like you get email notices and on busy days you don't always have time to read your emails mm -hmm. and so, get blown all the time <laughs> yeah so i mean as, as one who works in this field I, I completely understand sony and carry on yep and the game is safe so far all right um guys an old game that may be coming back uh, Square Enix announced that uh, they're making some of IDOS's dormant video game brands available to inde independent developers as part of the publisher's collective program. Uh, that means if you have a pitch for a game based on, let's say, Gex or Fear Effect or Anacroxic, I don't know what I, I don't know what that game is. <laughs> Anachronics. That's they, had some, they had some weird ones early on. That's <laughs> yeah, sure. they had some weird games back in the day. Um, Square Enix is willing to hear your submission. Uh, the Square Enix Collective launched last year as an as a means for developers to pitch game projects and have the public vote on or uh, offer feedback on those concepts. Uh, projects that find success on the collective will receive marketing and development from Square Enix, as well as an assessment from the team's ability to deliver on their pitch and budget. Uh, successful projects then go will go into crowdfunding sites like Kickstarter and Indiegogo. Um, it doesn't mean that they're looking for a straight-up sequel, the publisher says, of its IP. Uh, they'd love to see different takes on some of those universes. What would Gex look like as a side-scrolling adventure or a turn-based strategy? Uh, so feel free to mash up the genres and get creative, they said. Um, good news for fans of Gex. Uh, I know... Mm -hmm. um, uh, can't remember the guy's name now that did the voice. Oh, it's um, comedian, right? Um, I'm trying to remember too. Uh, I'll look it up. Hold on. But no, I'm yeah, I'm a big fan of Gex. Gex was like one of those mm -hmm. first things on the PlayStation that I played. It was like, ooh, this is something next level. Like not because it was 3D, but it was like the platformer stuff that I loved. But again, Dana like, Gold. Dana Gold. Thank you. Uh, yeah. the, the guy that was talking about you know you you heard it. It was it was a, a higher end platformer. Um, so bright, colorful, a lot of different things going on, a lot of different mechanics with him climbing on stuff, and, mm -hmm. and, and the voice actor over top of things. Before, we were annoyed with that kind of stuff, of course, you know, mm -hmm. uh, which you, you would hate that these days. It's not going to hold up. 
But in the day, it was just like, wow, this is this is something different, right? Um, yeah. This is something. Dix was a pretty cool game back in the PlayStation. It was PlayStation. nice. Yeah, it was a good game. I I think mm-hmm. I even have it around here. I think I picked it up for the PC even. Um, Didn't in one of the sequels he become like James Bond or something? Yes. Like yeah. So when they started going 3D, which then it just yeah. kind of turned into everything else. So, but hey, whatever. It's um, cool that they're letting people play with their their IPs, though. You know? Sure. I mean, you never know like, what's going to happen. I mean, look at how many other places have like returned to their old IPs. I mean, look at Fallout's now back and bigger than ever, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that we've been talking about lately, and you know, other ones like that that they they could say, okay, let's take this and go this way with it. You know, um, it needs to happen. And if they're like, well, we don't have any ideas, uh, anybody want to do something with this? You know, um, you know, and I think something like X is a, you know one of those kind of marketable characters. You know, like a like I don't understand why Rayman is still a thing. Period. Hey, Rayman games are good though. I guess so. It must pull it up for that. But I mean, I just like look at that. Rayman that is the weirdest little character I've ever seen. But of course, they have like raving rabbits. I love you know stuff like that. But no, he has stuff. no arms or legs, just it feet was, and hands. It was on the 3DO, PC, uh, PlayStation, and Sega Saturn. Yeah, the 3DO. Mm-hmm. 3DO, wow, what a waste. <laughs> All right, hey, you know what Gex might have actually liked, Sorg? Uh, pizza, because yeah. I was a dude from Maui, Ohio, uh, Hawaii, um, that I just read on his Wikipedia page, and I'm sure he would like pizza supporting great podcasting in Pittsburgh, like Slice on Broadway here in Could the he get South Hills. You can get pineapple on your pizza made in Pittsburgh supporting podcasting. Uh, <laughs> um, we're going to change from pepperoni. Right? Well, actually, we get pepperoni on our pizza supporting podcasting in Pittsburgh. So it's on Broadway down here in the South Hills of Pittsburgh, uh, right along the tracks here in the Beachview region and neighborhood of Pittsburgh and city limits. Um, great pizza, pizzeria fill, uh, really great gourmet pizza. They make, make everything from scratch. It's not going to be a pre-made thing. They're not going to run out of extra larges unless they're out of dough. Okay. <laughs> Um, and yes, they do extra larges for one thing. They, you know, great field, great guys down there doing that. Uh, and of course they're down in Carnegie PA down on main street, uh, as well. So you can check them out in two locations and tell them that the boss battle and insert coin to begin.com sent you. They're over on Twitter, uh, at PGH underscore slice, as well as slice on Broadway on Facebook and Instagram. You will be hungry and you want to visit us. Do it. Actually, yeah. If there's anybody in the area who wants to visit, this is I never put this out there enough. But if there's anybody in the area that wants to visit us in studio, let me know. You know, hit us up, you know, at Sorgatron right there on your screen if you're watching the video. Um, or any other ways. And yeah, if you, you can hang out. There's nobody comes in studio for the for this show in particular, so you can just hang out on the couch like you're a guest. I mean, you, be a guest. you never know. But no, a uh, pretty open door policy there. So let us know. Bobby. Grab a slice. Grab a slice. Grab a slice. For his next trick, Sorg is going to perform uh, alphabet aerobics, the song. What? Because <laughs> you're the the uh, pineapple Pittsburgh pizza. I've been working on that one. All right, our final battle question this week, uh, guys. Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh. Sonic the Hedgehog. Hmm. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog's latest game, Sonic Boom, sold just four hundred and ninety thousand copies during the holiday quarter. Uh, Sega's parent company oh wait it gets better um, Sega's parent company announced its quarterly earnings report uh, making one of the lowest selling games in the console series a decrease in sales in Sega's arcade and home game business Sammy Amusements uh, they, they said that uh, 
there, there are organizational restructures going on at Sega Sammy. Uh, it, it will result in lower net sales and a 13 billion yen loss. That's 109 million dollars. Wow. US. Wow. Uh, for, that, that's a big loss for the game maker, uh, according to an updated guidance from the company. Uh, Sega said it sold 1.76 million units of Creative Assembly's Alien Isolation during the holiday quarter, which spans from October to December. The company also sold 640,000 copies of Football Manager 2015 during that same period. Sales of its two Sonic Boom games, Rise of, the, Rise of Lyric for the Wii U and Shattered Crystal for the 3DS, sold... 490,000 copies combined. Both games sold that many. So with that, the final round question is, is this the end of Sonic and Friends? Do you think he's going to go on through other games? Do you think he's ever going to have his own game again? I mean, that's really bad like sales for, for Sonic. I'm really hoping they take a look at it and they're a little more picky about what they put Sonic in. They've destroyed the brand. Yeah. They've really destroyed the brand. People are excited yeah. about Sonic games. People are still buying Sonic the Hedgehog 2 on iPhones and on Wii Virtual Console or who knows where else. But people are not buying this new stuff and they're not into it. But they're still watching the cartoons, reading the comic books, and that stuff is still out there. I still, love the, I still love the Steve Urkel rendition from the 90s myself. Chili Dog. There's, there's Sonic's fan fiction out there. I'm sure there is, but they're not getting any money from that, Bobby. Uh, but no, they. I think this is the Sonic's not going away. He's going to be rebooted. I mean, he's not Gex um, for the umpteenth time. Right, right. Or he'll just be in a superhero team ups with Nintendo. You know, um, wouldn't that be great if they just sold the property to Nintendo? No, no, because Nintendo's really crappy with their properties lately. Yeah. Um, but uh, and then you won't even get Sonic games on all these other platforms. You know, like my phone. You know, I have Sonic CD on my phone. I have a couple Sonic games on my phone actually. I think. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, I love that, you know, you can really have something like that. And, and unfortunately, like the good stuff, Fox spin balls on my phone, guys. Um, but no, it, it's not going away, but I think it needs to be rethought a lot. Mm -hmm. Good point. Good point by Tony, Tony Garza in the chat. Uh, he said 10 bucks, either Disney or Nintendo buys the Sonic character. I wonder if they would yeah. just be willing to buy There's not just of, the characters or whatever. I don't think they would. And there's not enough of a portfolio with Sega for Disney to want. I think Disney yeah. would want Nintendo before Sega. True. Yeah, because Nintendo has the better characters. Mm -hmm. No offense to Sonic fans. But they can't stop with Sonic until they redo uh, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the man. I mean, that's all I need to do. You know, give me look. They already have a Sonic Four. I thought Sonic Four. I don't know if it did it well. You know, but it's like, well, it's, it's Sonic, but with much, much better graphics. It's still Sonic, you know? You That's the one I played. You jump forward with Sonic 4. <laughs> that was so frustrating. What, what couldn't well, you do? You couldn't jump forward like Sonic used to be able to. You got to just jump straight up in the air. Oh. It was, it was very annoying. Uh, yeah. Just to put this out there, how many copies of this game did it sell? Combined with the other 3DS game, 490,000 copies. Yeah. The new 3DS sold 355,000 in a week. Yeah. Just, uh, just a comparison. And that's a completely different uh, price point. So Sad times for Sega. They should just sell it to Nintendo. I mean, I hope, I hope Sonic stays around for a long time. I like Sonic. I like Knuckles. I like 
tales even, you know? So, I mean, I, I, you hate to see a video game company go through something like this, but maybe this is another wake-up call for Sega to get their crap together. So, we'll find out. Well, and, you know, honestly, sell it to Nintendo. Because, I mean, you, we could get a yarn Sonic game or a, a paper <laughs> Sonic game yeah. or a, a clay Sonic game. Smash Brothers again. Right. So, you know. Right. Mario saved the world. I mean, they could, you could, they do, could, go, you could they do a could Mario do. and Sonic Sunshine. They could go to the Olympics all the time. Sonic right. is missing. Uh, all right, dance, dance, Sonic, dance. <laughs> all right, before we before we uh, make up new games for Sonic here, uh, that's gonna do it for us this week. Uh, special wait, thanks. Wait, wait, one more. Lego Sonic. Oh yeah, Lego Ooh. Sonic. Do that. All right, now that's going to do it for us this week. <laughs> Special thanks to Mike Allen at Mike Allen PR for handling the notes and tweets for us all night. You can follow us on Twitter on at, at InsertCoinTV. You can visit us at InsertCoinToBegin.com. New articles going up daily. And you can join us live each and every Tuesday night at 8 o'clock on live.sorgatronmedia.com or at Sorgatron, at Chaji Says. I'm at Bobby FJ Town. Game over. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. Do you like professional wrestling? Want your discussions? No holds barred. Check out WrestlingMayhemShow.com for all the wrestling podcast flavor you can handle.